0: The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production in association with does the Rwandan national team have visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is premier league football through cockerel eyes. So, um, happy new year. Um, it's the, Milita. it was, uh, uh it's the worst, the worst kind of start to the year. Um, uh Villa, Villa beating us two nil at home, but then um Palace uh game happened afterwards away from home and we beat them four nil. And mm. then everyone's back back in order. We see uh Arsenal draw with Newcastle, we see Chelsea lose to uh Man City last night, we see Brentford beating Liverpool at the Tech. Mm. So Normal service, the balance, equilibrium seems to be slightly restored uh, after a very, very fatal few days. Very, very, there's a huge yeah, yeah. amount of Good hysteria. Uh, and I don't know yeah. even quite where that came from. We're all Tottenham fans at the same party on and doing the same shit drugs because there was a lot of <laughs> doom. There, there was one big warehouse in Mile End where all the Tottenham fans went, in, went to New Year's Day and then decided after doing this terrible gear that uh, mm. they they wanted to burn everything to the ground. Uh, and I wasn't, I didn't go to that party. So I, when, no, I'm, I when I'm invited. looking on my phone the next day, I was not well, well, I didn't pick up. I might have been invited, but I didn't pick up. Um, so I, I didn't quite... Oh, I couldn't quite keep up with the amount of hysteria. I didn't know where it was coming from. Um, it,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's it's it was just a boiling point, really, because it was really bad. Like the Villa game, you're like, we've got so used to chucking first halves away, but yeah. chuck second half alongside it. Like, <laughs> <Right>. oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Um, and it's players that we were hoping to fill gaps, much important gaps, like you're. <laughs> Uh, Benton Bentancourt and Kulisevsky's like Roque Hill and um, Eve, was it Eve it was Eve, wasn't it? Eva,
0: Eva Basuma. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, they were both. They both had bad games. Uh, I mean, everybody had a bad game, but yeah. let's say when normally the two guys who are probably going to make a difference for us, it, at least a lot mm-hmm. of it will involve Benton Bentancourt and Kulisevsky. <laughs> Mm. So you're like, okay, someone, one of you's got to step up. Like, uh, uh, mm. so this is one of those. It's everyone, everyone was shit. Nobody had a boner. The fight wasn't in them that day. Mm. I don't know. Why. Uh,
0: and then, you, but yeah, well, that's fine. It's New Year's Day. Um, everybody, even the players, were in that same end party. They, they 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 refrained from the same gear that the the, the fans were doing, but they saw it. And they knew it was coming, and um, there were very few cabs back from that Mile End. But so nobody went home at the right time. Uh, they were still staggering around town. Uh, didn't quite make it yeah. to the stadium. Didn't quite make it to the ground. Um, they didn't know what the hell they were doing. Um. And they didn't really know where they, where that came from. Yes. It was. Really, uh, it was I mean, soon. I think.
1: Um, yeah. I think if, if if I think if Arsenal weren't top of the league, it wouldn't be quite so loud. Because now it's uh, oh fuck's sake, we've we've got to catch those pricks. Yeah. We can't have this. Yeah. So yeah, I think they may have amplified it. A lot of them yeah. thinking that yeah. Arsenal had now surpassed us. Yeah, um, yeah. I like this. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't understand the levels of hysteria that, that seemed to be happening. Because um, um, it, what what,
0: what appeared to be happening was that that uh, Spurs fans after one game against Villa. Uh seemed to forget that there was a World Cup, and during that world cup uh suggested in their own minds that they 'd been play- tottenham had been playing badly when in fact uh no one had been playing uh, nobody be- had been lost losing points we had uh, the-, the second most uh players involved in the World Cup barring manchester city um yeah. Uh, Yes, in terms of disruption, there was loads of it, but when we came into it, when players were coming into it, when we knew there were loads of our uh, squad uh, involved in it, um, had one eye on it, which uh, Mm. which diluted the whole thing. Then when we came back, it was a similar process of, well, uh, all of these guys have been away, and they've all got to sort their heads out and get back into this again, so that's going to be disruptive. Um, we don't have the same squad of Manchester City that can absorb that amount of players that have been that have gone to the World Cup and then had a seamless process back into the back into the league again. Um, so it was going to be hugely disruptive, and we weren't playing well beforehand. But then again, um, in the same way that we start badly and finish well, it's the, this is the, the formula for the season. The beginning of the season is. Uh, <laughs> Nothing. We're <laughs> in the first <time>. half. <laughs> that's the first half of the season. And now the second half of the season we go. So um, in that sense, we're back on track. We're going to go uh, again in the same way that last year after we got uh, Benton Kulu from February onwards, we were superb. Uh, this is exactly going to ha- happen again. And that's these are the moments when, um, yeah, when both teams have got something to play for. They're chasing something, whether it's relegation or trying to get into the Europa League or whatever the hell they're doing. This is this is the um, this is the white hot bit, and so mm. you have to go for it or not go for it, or it, it's so. But basically, everybody's got to go for it because it's, um, it, it's we're on the run up to the end of the season. Um, uh, you factor in the uh, the transfer window now, so everybody's slightly in a holding pattern. Um, there's no point signing a player if. Uh, at the end of January, or towards the end of January, you get an injury, and then the play that you, you bought at the beginning of January isn't the one you need now. So there's a slight holding pattern. There's lots of people. There's lots of people waiting to see what contracts are going on, what's going on. There's no tournament to play, so uh, nobody's uh, playing regular me- minutes to get to a tournament. That's over. There's no mm. summer summer tournament. So now it's just focused on this thing, but equally. Uh, you don't want to start a guy you don't fucking need because there might be an inj- injury in the next couple of weeks. So there's going to be this this um, uh, slight uh, secret arms race going on. Um, it's obvious what Spurs need, um, uh, and we've all been yeah. through it. We all know it. Uh, but yes, the the Villa game with the hideous Lloris error, um, and then the the
1: standard. Oh yeah, uh, I mean, that's, if, uh, if we're chucking balls into our own net, yeah, it's again, it's. Yeah. it's like the dyer hoofing it off with the left foot for a corner, like yeah. playing I mean, 40 40 that's not away. effectively chucking it in your own net. But no. No. if you're making consistently yeah. making mm-hmm. uh, those sorts of errors in key positions, then it's mm-hmm. not much, mm-hmm. not much else you could do. No, <laughs> no <laughs> really. What? Yeah, because well, you will tell yeah. them to stop doing that, but they don't mean to do it. So no, that's, uh, yeah. 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 And, of course, so, okay, the was dropped that for the oh, Villa game, so he that, couldn't the ball we in, in his own
0: net. He couldn't do that because he'd been removed yeah. from the situation. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we said that uh, uh, it would be good, good for, to get a, a Villa win, lots of goals. Here we go. Unfortunately, my prediction was slightly mm. wrong. I skipped him by a mm. game, and the game was Palace instead, where we did pump them by four. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, my, I miscalculated slightly. I was a match-out. But it was it, it was yeah. there. They wanted to do it. <laughs> they wanted to do it. And it was there. So Larice era Douglas um, uh, The thing about the thing I find about the three four three, that is, which is slightly galling, and we saw it against Brentford and Villa, is if you have three guys at the back, everybody thinks that the guy from midfield is covered because you've got an extra midfielder, but. That the, the 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 midfielder marking the guy who's running into the box has still got to run into the box, of which uh, Basuma hasn't been doing, uh, in, in, in mm. the same way. So, yeah, there's that is the slight. There's another. Well, I think there are numerous flaws with the three-four-three, three, but one of the other flaws is that because everybody thinks there's three at the back, they don't have to track runners from midfield, and it's happened. It's, yeah. it's, it's happened a couple of times. But it's something to look at. Mm. Um, um, but, yeah, basuma has been passing people on because, oh, there's three at the back. It'd be fun. Whereas two, I have to track back, But three, surely they've got this. And um, it, it can be as threadbare yeah. as, as anything. Uh, and, that, yes, that was horrendous. There was lots of calls for Enoch uh, Cal and, and uh, whenever Tottenham <laughs> win Whenever Tottenham win, I don't rejoice how good Enoch are. They don't do that. I never mm. do that whenever Tottenham <laughs> win I go that's a great win for Enoch For nil Enoch For <laughs> once again Enoch Hotspur I
1: know.
0: Yeah. Uh, but apparently when we mm. lose fucking Enoch fucking Enoch get it again Enoch Hotspur yeah and I don't yeah. I don't quite get that when Irving well I was too young when Irving Scholar was Tottenham chairman I didn't give a shit about it it was just some poor cunts got to uh, own Spurs <laughs> someone's got to do it Someone, some idiot out there is going to do it and god bless them they're going to do it and they always do and they're always lining up and queuing up to do this shit but you're always going to be a knob whatever you're, whatever you're, you're, whatever you're doing you're always going to be a knob uh, so I don't care about yeah. any of that shit uh, oh, uh, Alan Sugar yes history has proven he is also a knob but at the time <laughs> I couldn't give a fuck yes he had a beef with Terry Vanables yes. he's a football man Alan Sugar does shit computers great he's a knob another knob Yeah. next owner's yeah. coming yeah, it's, 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 oh it's Shakara they're knobs too it, it's a, in, in that sense if everybody's a knob if you, you're kind of wasting your breath Kind of <laughs> wasting your breath you just spend your time thinking about the fucking football because
1: that's all there is <laughs> just depends how frivolous how frivolous these knobs are within, i don't yeah i don't care enough i don't care really. it's, it's it's not that big of a deal <laughs> yeah
0: it, it isn't a big deal all i care about is like a bunch of kids who are having a great time kicking a ball around And uh, and stuff stuff happens. And the other other side is doing exactly the same thing. If you you listen to any other podcast or any other football team, they're talking about exactly the same things all the time. Well, these owners are shit. They're shit owners, these guys. (laughs) Every fucking club in the history of the universe. And in that respect, it's not worth talking about at all because everybody's talking about it. (laughs) <laughs> and we all know the yeah, football only exists good. to prevent people rioting and taking down the government <laughs> knocking down the door I of fucking, <laughs> on, on Downing Street so once you have get that over once you work that out in your head it's worthless talking about the fucking owners of the football team because you may as well be knocking down the door of Downing Street it doesn't matter
1: yeah, I can't fault that. It's, yeah. it's it's an entertainment industry, so it's an
0: entertainment industry. Yeah. Get get entertained.
1: Yeah. And if you don't want to yeah. get entertained, anyway. don't bother. Exactly. Fuck yeah. off and watch something else. No, watch something else. Yeah. Do yeah. something else. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it it hasn't. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't no. make sense to me. No. But but it, I've seen a, yeah. few, a few tweets where I haven't. I've had to bite my tongue. Where it's kind of people suggesting that they were asked. I don't know. Presumably, one of those things that didn't happen of the year on the internet. But anyway, mm. somebody talking about how I say, oh you wouldn't you wouldn't believe some of the shit takes out here now. Like one guy was asking me why we're so obsessed with winning trophies. They're like that's not the only barometer of success. It's like well, it isn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I don't. I don't understand where this this. I, I get it's like well, why do you play football if you don't want to win trophies? It's like, like these aren't people who've played Sunday League or pub football or any yeah. that sort of stuff. You're not playing it to win the fucking league. I mean, yeah, sure, at the elite level, absolutely, I don't doubt for a second that the players want to win trophies, but they're not playing football for that. Right, that, no. doesn't, that doesn't compute. Nobody there are, plays football for that. There them. are what, 92 professional <laughs>
0: teams and only six teams they're can win the that. league. So what are all yeah. those
1: people doing? Are they all fucking losers as failing. well? <laughs> they're all failing, They're all apparently. fucking losers. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. No. No, it's, no. It's, it's, and I don't know when it started I mean you know social media amplifies all sorts of <laughs> bollocks so it may well have been just as prevalent in the 90s it's just people couldn't tweet the shit this is true. I've got no idea It's uh, it, it, it confuses me most of it just seems to be able to brag online that your team has won some shit as though you've achieved something <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah okay well, at least back They're in the day right. people had to
0: earn it they had to call club call and uh yeah. only other people who were spending three pounds a minute <laughs> could listen to that shit of which nobody would because i'm not spending three pounds on this but now every everything appears free <laughs> so i've got to fucking stomach this shit the amount of cunts uh, i'm fucking muted
1: today it's, it's just tough. Tough. <laughs> <laughs> My God! It's, uh, no, it's it's what it's it it's crazy, at? and I, I have no doubt. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm watching football to so enjoy watching the football, not because yeah. I think we're going to win something at the end of it. No. So if we do, we do cool. and we all understand the realities of current Premier League and the likelihood of. Yeah. <laughs> A non-city um, winning the league is extremely yeah. rare, so the, jacks yeah. are, the chips are already stacked against you. So yeah, like just, just try to enjoy the football. Yeah. And you know, if you're not enjoying watching a football match, then you know it's it's just uh, like the Villa performance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, just yeah. generally the same. like uh, generally, yeah. There will be games where you expect better and you kind yeah. of demand better, but uh, it's, it's not worth that much energy, man. No. <laughs> And yeah, I, I just don't understand what you're watching yeah. it for.
0: Yeah, particularly in this I don't season. What it, for. It's absolutely following the same pattern as last season where it was shit for a long time and then we turned it mm. on at the end because, again, it's not how you start. It's how you fucking finish. That's how you do it. Yeah. If you finish well you finish hard and you just win countless games uh, towards the end of the season, that's, that's, that's three points now are more valuable than August. So uh, that's where we're going. That's yeah. where he wants to go. That's where it's always been. And that's how uh, anyone um, who's ever been involved in the fucking game knows how to behave. And yes, uh, there was suggestions that a St- a Stellini um uh, Conte's uh, number 2 let it slip that of which we fucking have have deciphered and and um, decoded already the first half is a write off second half let's go you're not going to you're not going to lose the game in the first half so we we're, we're going to win it in the second because there are too many games and too much uh, too little time and so we have to break it down into second halves um, and I, I, I think other teams possibly have done it in similar ways but um, we don't I don't follow all of their shit so who, who bloody knows um, but there's a certain dispassionate uh, ness about the way uh, Conte's doing it but we've seen it last year so it isn't a bloody surprise last year we had Nuno we were reeling and all of that stuff and we've been through it all before and we were in a worse situation than we are now now we're much better much better situation where we're only three, <laughs> yeah. we're three points off fucking third or second or whatever the hell it is. And we've got a chance to uh, smash Arsenal at home, of which uh, is extremely
1: conceivable.
0: And then... Yeah,
1: and after, after then, the second half, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then it's all there. It's all there. Yeah. Um, uh, What's funny about the Palace game is that, yes, we started well, then completely lost intensity, lost... um, But but there are two teams playing, and it's absolutely acceptable for the home side to play some football in a match that they are at home in. It's absolutely fun to do that. Um, It's not uncommon. It's not crazy. I don't think I've ever watched a match and consistently over a uh, course of match games where Tottenham have been completely dominant all of the time and we've never won anything. That's never happened. So it's always Mm -hmm. a nip and tuck. There's always a push and pull with all this stuff. That's why it's fun because you might fucking lose, you might draw, and you might win. Um... There's a, a, a tilt, basically, where you're going to be, but it, it, that's why it's fun. So in this particular game where Palace came came back and IU had that chance and um, Lloris made that save and we were slightly fortunate to um, be going nil-nil at halftime, to rattle through four goals in 24 minutes mm. is exactly what we were doing at the end of last season. Tight 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 and then it goes away from you. It disappears. The match just disappears. Uh there's a full prolapse and nobody knows um, um where their shorts are. It's it has gone. And this is what happened with, with Palace. The cane the Kane header. Beautiful uh Byron Hill out to Perisic, yeah. chucked it up to the back stick, uh uh Perisic gets a goal bonus for that, of which he's had eight assist this season for a guy with no product. Oh, incredible, yeah. absolutely incredible. Yeah. 33 years of age, played the most minutes in the fucking World Cup and he's fucking turned up and doing this shit and he scored eight. There there are there are people out there and I fuck me I don't understand it. There are people out there who don't think uh, Perisic
1: has been useful. My god, he's been useful. He's <laughs> been Harry Kane wouldn't have to be anywhere near yeah. top uh, golden boot. Or top scorer yeah. had Perisic not been, not been playing. Mm. No fucking way. No,
0: no. no Absolutely way. no, no way. fucking no. way.
1: He's been giving him tappings all He's over been the
0: place. He's yeah. Absolute tappings. Um, incredible individual. And the fact that he that Perisic sometimes looks at Harry Kane and goes, why didn't you fucking feed me in? He, do, he, did, that, <laughs> yeah. he did that against Palace. He said, I've made this run across the pitch. And there's a ball in there. And Harry Kane's just hoofed it straight out. And Perisic's like, what the fuck? Just feed me in, and it's that, that, that's the shit that um, Harry Kane never gets dealt. He never gets that uh, t- mm. t- because everybody's like, oh, you're a god. Uh, uh, maybe you're, you're injured, and you just walk around a bit, and you're not fit, but um, you can tonk it from anywhere. Uh, Parasic just walked in and gone, where was the layoff, dude?
1: Where was it? Where was it? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> He, yeah, no, he 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 chews out everyone. I see he him tune out the yeah. boys. Uh, he's beautiful, <laughs> and it's great. And that's the genius of Conte to bring that man in.
0: Um, this is a man that has done so many things, so many things in the game. So hard, so hard fought to get to where he was. We did this. We did this. Uh, Socio chairman flying yeah. him from where he, from Zagreb over to there to be there. Um, their kid player uh, uh, going to Dortmund, um, getting chewed out by Klopp, uh, spitting his toys out of the pram, and getting punted out. Uh, playing uh, what was it? Well, of uh, Gladbach, I think it was, or whatever. Uh, and and then finally, getting out to Inter, and then being shunned by Conte, and then coming back and winning Champions League with Bayern Munich. I mean, my God, what a career! What a career! And he's here. Yeah. And he's played four. Was it no three World Cups? Uh, he, he played, uh, ran the most in the last so. World Cup he played the most minutes in this World Cup he's fucking 33 he, he won the league with Inter it, he
1: also um, he also played for the Croatian volleyball team also beach also volleyball team for,
0: yeah, yeah I mean the man's an animal <laughs> the man's an animal <laughs> I've never seen Harry Kane play any volleyball yeah. anywhere Volleyball, no, those little shorts. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's beach volleyball, weirdly. Beach volleyball. Wow, those oh, little, little shorts. Shilts. Jesus Christ. Yeah, beach volleyball. Yeah, those hikers. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's uh, irrepressible. Yeah.
0: So yeah. yeah, so, and then, and then, uh, uh, yeah, the Harry Kane was brilliant, brave, brilliant, but uh, six gold bonus. Uh, Harry Kane, little, little moment for him. Let's oh, acknowledge nice. the genius of that yeah. man. The genius. That was that man. That so, was but Brian Hill, striking Brian Hill. Oh yeah. Uh, gets ball out of his feet, back inside. little feather touch, head up into Kane, and Kane is just pointed, just pointed. And it's yeah. your, your right foot he, the ball's coming into him. You planted your left foot because you know it's coming. You dangle your right to just get that first touch. Uh, first touch yeah. step on that right foot left foot plant finish it is Gosh.
1: yeah no, know the speed of the title finish the whistle. Was, um, It's it's, as I say, it's cause that was it's
0: because normally you take like a couple of steps to do that but yeah
1: yeah, yeah I know the speed the right foot, step finish that was Defoe like
0: it was Defoe that it like it was um, shoot the ball before the, anyone's set but Harry yeah, Kane exactly as soon as um, Brian Hill gets the ball, who was brilliant, brilliant, flaky but brilliant, I, I, I love, I love what he offers. It's a completely different dynamic. As soon as he sees Brian Hill on the ball, he positions himself in the box to know if that ball comes into me, touch finish, touch finish, touch finish. Yeah, that's all. That's all there is. To. <laughs> and it is, it's just absolute music it's complete yeah. orchestra <laughs> it's uh, um,
1: no, it and,
0: and no one's set I couldn't save it he couldn't get close to it you didn't even know it was in hope most people in the stadium didn't know what was going on but Harry Kane as soon as Brian Hill gets, gets the ball he knows if this ball comes in mm. there if Brian Hill feeds me that ball exactly where I want it on <laughs> It's yeah. um and that's it's textbook but nobody else is doing it.
1: Nobody else is doing it. Oh well, well, no exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, as I say, it's, it's the highest level of strikery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. that money yeah. can buy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, if you get if you get a little uh um, like training, uh, coaching 343 three book, there's these, these little straight lines. It's like, yeah, well, it's easy just to kick the ball exactly into the side netting from this distance <laughs> at this time. Well, none of these little circles and dots with arrows on it uh, tell you about the first touch.
1: They oh no the first touch is is yeah, that's touch. what allows you to keep going and try yeah, the first because yeah. hills had to it somewhat to get it through the gap uh, without anybody Help. anybody stopping it so that immediately means there's a little bit there's a little bit of meat on it so it really the first touch you just got to kill it yeah. And then, yeah, it's it's perfect. It has a little bit of spin, so it just kind of bites as it's into the ground, and then wha! Yeah. But yeah, as you say, it's all... I imagine he does drills on that sort of shit. Oh, God, yeah. Just stride pattern being as such that, as you say, you're kind of almost... The stride you're taking in planting your right foot, you're taking the touch with that.
0: Essentially, your first yeah, the left
1: touch... Is, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Your first touch is just... It just tees up. Because you, you're going to yeah. hit it. You're going to hit it. Huh? Always... What is the fewest amount of strides before I can hit it? So it's right foot plant hit. Right foot plant hit. Yeah. It is just... Yeah. It's poetry. It's, it's absolutely poetry. Um, and, yeah. and very and few people. Problems. Problems. Very few people are going to do it. So once it's 2-0 in that game, and it was so quick, uh, the two, uh, the distance, uh, the, the time between two, then... Uh like we saw last season um where we were doing this to, to teams, then it was a complete complete mess. And then you then you earn your luck after that because after that, um uh you know, Palace were in we're in it, but they're relatively nice, but they're not really that good. You got Schloppen midfield and got uh, ward at left back, you're thinking, No, that's not quite good. Not quite good enough. Yes, at least a yeah. Uh, Eze and uh, Zaha are quite good, but then they're, uh-huh. yeah. they're not. Yeah, they're yeah. not really good. They're not really good. No, I mean they're not amazing. But they're, they're, they're,
1: fun.
0: They're, they're fun. They're good. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah they're good. They're fun. They're fun. They're fun. Um, um, I don't think Alisa goes enough around the back. I don't think Eze does enough, really. But you know, it's good for them. It's it's cool. But once that happens, uh, you earn your luck, and then Doherty gets his deflection to. Uh, get uh, from son to get to him for his tap in. And then son. Yeah. Similarly gay. He fucks a ball over the top and then it gets a massive deflection. And from a, a shot that was going uh, far post into the near post. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. So that's, that's where it goes. Once you show a bit of initiative and start killing people, um, you start earning your life and finished. people start falling over. Yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Mm. So Ryan Hill, Ryan Hill, yeah. involved
1: in so yeah, much I, th- I think he's learning um because clearly physically 99 uh, yeah i'll say 100 percent of fullbacks have got a lot more power than him yeah. uh so you can see he's starting to pick up moments where he's stepped in and he's yard off somebody as opposed to trying to 50 50 with anybody mm. Like generally if he's trying to take it down the line he's uh most of the time he gets beefed because fullbacks yep. are wise to that sort of shit but if you get yep. him able to almost back to goal yep. but a yard off somebody he can leave that fucker that for dust mm-hmm. but he's just it's, it's like Conte was saying he was born to play football he's just got yep. that sort of brain he's a uh, he's a technician yeah. And it, you know, it was always going to take a while for everything you associate with the Conte team is kind of power, really. Mm. Everyone running in your face, everyone's chewing chins. Yep. And that's, I imagine, the complete opposite of everything that he's ever had to do. So he's, he's having to build some of that in, but you obviously don't want him to lose his uh, his finesse. Mm. Uh, but yeah, and as you say, he offers something completely different to everybody else on the team. Mm. He's he's extremely different. But he is, he is a bit of a lock picker. Uh, I think most of the time I've, he plays for other teams, he plays left wing, doesn't he? He does. Or right, like left forward. He does. Because most of the highlights that I would see, he would pretty much always be out on the left. But yeah, no, he's hes a lovely little player. Yeah. It, I don't think anyone ever had any doubts about his, his ability. It's just he's, he does look tiny. But then, you know, there are tiny players who have made it. <laughs> yeah, a little well, bit exactly. stuckier than him, maybe. But, well, but exactly. fundamentally um... tiny. Conte uh, referred to him as
0: Bernardo Silva, and if Bernardo yeah. Silva is a player that it doesn't make any sense because he's he's not quick, but his his ability to shield and change direction um, yeah. is, is astonishing. <laughs> and and Hill has that. Hill has that. His mm. ability to to um, full three hundred um, and sixty everything and you can't when you've got a bloke like Harry Kane who doesn't move much. He's like, you need guys who are, well, we, we know this already, we need guys that are constantly moving to make up the difference. And uh, yeah. Hill is so busy and so many feather touches and so, much, uh, so many moments where it's slightly destabilizing and then hitting a sharp um, early ball. Um, yeah. It's brilliant for him. He's been there for fucking 18 months, and now he's had his moment through numerous injuries. Mora, uh, Kulu. Well, the um, Yeah. There, there's so much stuff that uh, has has gone wrong for the team for for to, to allow this this little uh, little Spaniard a chance, and um, it's great. It's great. It, it's great. So uh, I I was absolutely so. <laughs> I thought Skip and Hoybier were cool. They were fine. Skip again hadn't been playing for eighteen months, but uh, and yeah. early on, early on, Skip was showing far more maturity on the ball, looking forward for passes and and uh, 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 stitching the game together and knitting uh, the the football match than Hoybier ever could fucking do. Um, he's yeah. basically uh, basically a better footballer, but uh, uh, physically he wasn't there. And he he lost his way slightly. He was stitched up with the Perisic pass that got him the yellow card. Oh, absolutely! Um, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was t- it, 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 that was nasty. I, I, at the time, I I, yeah. I forgot that I I thought he'd been booked previously, and I thought fuck me, he's been sent off. and This is just horrendous. And then there was there would have been a a, a story of the match that we've, we've seen before in Spurs, but. Um,
1: yeah no that was a
0: stitcho uh, he's useful he's useful and he's done his bit and he's, he's he can be so bloody clever but physically yeah he did get uh um, smashed up a little bit but um mm. it's early days for him um uh but then uh, and, and and his time <laughs> yeah. will come and he's been brilliant but then this kid uh, sar comes on who's two years his junior who was yeah physically Unbeatable. Unbeatable. Well, he's just you've got, got that a rangy, guy,
1: He's got that legginess, has not he? He's you've dangling. got a
0: guy that can run everywhere. He can run everywhere and cover yeah. every inch. And Hoyberg saw this early on. He's like, Jesus Christ. This guy <laughs> is going to cover all of my shit. This is incredible. Uh, you know what? I think we're gonna score yeah. a couple more goals this season. That's what he saw. Like the way that and the, the test of all midfielders, and I think it always has been, Patrick Vieira. Lots sure. of people have tried yeah. to be Patrick Vieira, and very few, very few yeah. people have been Patrick yeah. Vieira. In fact, I don't think anyone's been Patrick Vieira since Patrick Vieira. This no. guy, he's got a five-foot shin, like Musa Sissoko, but can has more of a brain, can defend, can see it, can pass, can shift, and has an eye for goal. I um
1: I'm worried. This guy is a fucking hero. This guy's uh, a fucking yeah, hero. No, I very much like it's, it's, it's something, but I mean I've always got I've got a soft spot for for the, the players who almost look like they glide Ooh. a bit. Or sort of yeah. gazelle like if you like. Exactly. Yeah. With that sort of that sort of leg span. Yeah. Like I say, but you don't even necessarily have to be that strong, but you can mm-hmm you can nick the ball. And if you you're smart it. enough to know where you should be standing anyway, you you're going to get most. Yeah, no, there was, there was just a confidence to the way that he played. And he's like playing even like one twos. Cause we play a lot of wall passes and stuff like that. Yeah. And more often than not, the pass back isn't very good. Like yeah. it's behind somebody or some shit like that, where everything this guy was doing was just on it. Passes were crisp. Yeah, Like he wasn't, he wasn't being soft or anything like that. He, uh, yeah. he carries the ball confidently. Yeah, no, I very much like the, the cut of his jib, mm. as I tweeted. He's um, took got something about him. He don't, Yeah, he's you know, he's still very young, so we'll put a yeah. bit of meat on. But
0: do, do um, you, I, I don't but, really remember that much when we played Senegal, but I uh, remember he came on and he was shooting from all over the distance, and I think I tweeted, I like this man's elasticity. He. Yeah, no, he, exactly he just bounces and moves and glides and eats terrain. Like like lots of people run around the pitch and you can feel as like, oh, he's he's closing down. This guy mm. could, it's like hitting a rubber ball against a wall, it just comes straight back in the middle of the room. Yeah. That energy is always there and um, that is fucking priceless. That's, everybody yeah. can play football. But can you physically be everywhere and still play football? That's that. That, that <laughs> is the difference. And um, yeah, uh, yeah. That was that, that. was the. You know, Skip. Skip is brilliantly uh, able. Understands football. Gets it completely. Uh, can move it. Can see shit that Hoyberg uh, and uh, Busuma can't see. But there's an opponent there as well, and you've got to be very present to uh, eliminate and, and cut stuff out, and uh, and then spring. And that was the best thing about Patrick yeah. Vieira. When he turned up, he could pick a ball up and tackle a guy at the end of his own box, and then run to the next 18-yard box with the ball, lay it off, and one-two goal. Oh. That... Yeah. And everybody's been looking for that player since and when yeah. you saw Patrick yeah, yeah. Vieira on the touchline you thought oof Jesus Christ was he ever a player
1: <laughs> uh, all of the weight seems to have gone to his head <laughs>
0: yes it's gone up normally gravity goes down
1: <laughs> really easy.
0: he's such a genius he's even defied gravity
1: but, uh, I like him, uh, I like yes, him. He's, he's great he's great
0: he's, his reaction yeah, with no, Conte see. at the end was superb he's like yep yeah, yep
1: cool yeah, yeah. I'm, I might be yeah, gone tomorrow. Who cares? Yeah. I nah, doubt it. I think I think he's doing good things there. Yeah. Well,
0: no, yeah. but, it, 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 but it's that kind of freedom of um, it's freedom of attitude of what he's he's doing there, which is great. Oh, absolutely. And you yeah, know, yeah. He, he could very much yeah. be uh, you know Arsenal manager in in a, in a, in a couple of years. Once the um, probably his dream.
1: Yeah, exactly. Once the away day specialist uh, Arteta buggers off. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, no our, um yeah, he's 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 got the gift.
0: He does. He really
1: does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very, very excited to, to see I presume he'll start tomorrow. It was Dallas, a bit harsh Dallas to, yeah. considering yeah. he's he's not gonna play against Arsenal, you would think. I think that's because he should be back for that. Yeah. Uh, so he's uh, he's definitely earned a, a full game. Mm. yeah, oh, it's yeah, there's something about him something very exciting about him yeah
0: there's, there's there's something that no one you can't defend against it because mm. you're terrified that because he can be everywhere then it's about if you're everywhere that means that you've got it, the entire gamut of opportunities to use your brain uh, normally like players are good at certain things at certain situations but if he's got the whole range available to him that makes it very, very special.
1: Um, yeah, you know I mean, this is the clips African I saw Young of him. Footballer
0: of the Year for Christ's sake. He's <laughs> exactly. not he's not, he's exactly. not out of nowhere. We know, we know what this guy is. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. No, the, the clips um, that I did see of him, I can't remember where hmm. we got him from. Uh, but yeah, he would he would dominate. Metz, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, but yeah, he would just dominate. <laughs> like people couldn't beat him and he would beat people it was uh, very nice very nice mm-hmm. so yeah no, um, um, and I was hoping he would get a chance in some shape or form um, but yeah. Yeah, midfield is probably our most overloaded place I mean, at least when everyone's fit anyway it um, but yeah no i help him interested to see what he does tomorrow
0: yeah yeah so, yeah very yeah. Yeah. Uh... exciting yeah, so uh, quickly, quickly some shit. Uh, it looks like Poro, I think Poro's going to be in the bag. I think um, today we've heard that uh, he wants to be here.
1: Yeah, but we're refusing to pay the release clause or whatever, at 45 mil, I mean, it's oh, about 40 million pounds or something. Will. we will.
0: What well, I don't understand about I mean, the whole thing—we've got the biggest bargaining chip in the world because we've got Marcus Edwards, and we've got 50% of his sell-on clause. So if we just say to mm. Porto, uh, sorry, uh, Sporting Lisbon, uh, we'll, we'll um, forego forego the 50% sell-on clause, so it's yours. So it brings down the price yeah. of uh, Poro. It, yeah. Or or we sign more. Yeah, it doesn't seem model. like
1: it would make sense, it's really, doesn't like it?
0: In, in Portuguese press, it was like a 75 million quid, 75 million euros. You get both. But we've got the 50% already of Edwards. Yeah. So let's yeah. just bundle that into the Poro thing and just make that that pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully, crazy, hopefully, hopefully it does get done. That's, that's crazy, isn't I it? Like a kid that, is, that spurs from eight who uh, has done incredibly well to get to Sporting Lisbon, Who, but the, you could never predict that, that eventually there would be a, a Manchester City right wing back in playing for Sporting Lisbon. Uh, with a kid that played for Spurs, when we got a 50% sell-on, that we want Poro, we've got this Edwards. He's got 50%. It's in your interest if we we, we let that 50% slide. It's the it's, yeah. it's 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 Daniel Levy's wet dream. It's
1: should be. It's, <laughs>
0: like, it's like giving myself money.
1: Yeah. I'm going to pay yeah, you yeah, no, and pay be.
0: myself <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> That's the. That is, yeah, the, no, the, that uh, is the genius it, it of this deal, be. and I don't think Levy can pass up that. He cannot resist. He cannot resist this situation where we've got fifty percent of Edwards and we've got a player we want. Let's 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 buy a player and in fact in fact pay myself at the same time. This is, um, hmm. this, is this is too much for this individual. And once we get this guy in. <laughs> in a couple of years, we can say how much of a cunt he is. But right now, uh, <laughs> but right now he's better than Emerson, who like Emerson yesterday. Yeah. Came, like God bless him, he came on, he tried to drag back, and almost gave the ball out for a goal kick. It, it, like what? 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 What, you, what is it? I appreciate that you're, you're very confident and all that. But anyway, um, I think the poor yeah. thing will happen. It should absolutely happen. It's that extra push we need. In the same way, we had the Kulu and Benteke last season. It's exactly the same vibe. You don't have to spend too much, although that is quite expensive. Uh, it's a Pep Guardiola uh, player, but because they got Cancelo and, and Walker, they never had to have another right back. Uh, and, and now they've got Rico Lewis as well. But this guy got away, and we could be the beneficiary of, of that. Um, yeah, hopefully. Uh, so, after the Portsmouth game, we've got Arsenal. Arsenal at home. We ripped out their souls last season. Um, um, We are after watching that Newcastle game, which was again, which is exactly the same as the uh, Newcastle game for Spurs. Mm. Time wasting, not doing much, and getting away with it. But (laughs) we lost that game. Joe Joe Linton probably should have scored his header and won won the match for Newcastle. But overall they're a bit shit and uh, eventually the lack of uh, a proper goal scorer will be their, their undoing so that i think that will uh, free up um another another position but arsenal next week mm. Arsenal next week i just i'm just looking forward to it it's we're we're, we're, it's, we're back we're exactly we're exactly in the same position where then not <laughs> towards the end of the season as squeaky bum but yeah. the, the squeaky
1: bum is here. He's got to start somewhere. Might as well start squeaking your bum now. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. it's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. It's
0: rare so that we don't no turn time. up to one so Gabriel Jesus is not available and Ketty yeah. is great. He runs around the lobby. He's a fucking defender. He's a fucking defender up front. It's look. Not now, no, 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 no. Um, so you've got uh, a stretch defense. It's still Ben White, but who knows? Uh, uh, Zinchenko, uh, once you're doing your tucking inside inverted bullshit, I think if you've got Coolie around the back, it's the same shit. Kulu around the back, he's just, you're just an idiot. Um, Gabriel's a full uh, Saliba. yeah, yet yeah, fine, but he's not as good as everybody thinks he is. Uh, Partey out of, out of position, he's not very good... Um, uh, it doesn't have enough pace he's good, he's going to kind of cover shit and, and that, that's very vital for them uh, but then if you, you, you saw the way that Newcastle behaved with Saka and, um, um, and Martinelli uh, they doubled up in the same way they did with us uh, made a really stinky, big stinky match and not a great deal happened but I think part of Arsenal's problem with the inverted left back means that your game is focused to the right wing, which is where Saka is, and that's exactly where you don't want the focus to be. You'd want you want Saka coming in round the back, unaware. Whereas mm. with the inverted Zinchenko, it just focuses everything right. But if you had uh, Ben White inverting and pushing everything to the left maybe Saka could get involved but it just focuses every all the attention to 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 Saka and he's a very very good player he's he's Arsenal's yeah. best player yeah yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Uh, and he, and he's brilliant but I don't think he's he's he's, he's enough but he's not enough in in and, and it's great for them and it's been a great run uh but now it must end and we're looking forward very much looking forward to um, uh, dismantling them as we did before. I mean, not in the same uh, way that uh, Rob Holding out there are a bit of strategic Suarez and a bit of <laughs> El Elneny, although they are very close to decide if um, uh, any any deviations happen within the game. So they're there. Yeah. Rob Holding hasn't gone. Suarez hasn't gone. Uh, Elneny is still there. These are horrible situations to be in. Um, so we need to Push them into those dark, dark recesses as quickly as possible, and um, uh, it's available, and, uh, and we're prepared for that. Um, mm. It will be interesting to see if if, if Kudu's quite ready for this, because uh, yeah. I don't want to push him in a in a in a, in a biggie. van ben Benton Kerr after a little layoff, um, nice. it will be interesting. Yeah,
1: um, I would think of. Well, I but, suppose it depends if he'll get some minutes I'm tomorrow. Very much looking forward to the Arsenal match. Um, yeah, if he'll get some minutes tomorrow, it may well be that he starts. Maybe he could look up to. And I feel like oh, Bentacool.
0: Last...
1: Yeah, yeah, like yeah. might be um, a requirement. Yeah. I think so. Just for a little bit of um,
0: control in midfield. Yeah, I think so. Mm. So the last bit, um, uh, uh, and I I didn't know how to feel about this because I I didn't feel much about Pele leaving this earth Uh, because it wasn't part of my world. Um, I I never saw him play. Um, I heard lots of stuff and great. And the the only thing that I remember of him is is the escape to (laughs) victory film with um, Ozzy Artiles. Um uh today the, the, the Gianluca Viali stuff. And I, I thought that was I had more I had more interest in Viali than Pele because of yeah. my lifespan and and and, that's, and it's the it's the uh the end of the old world of football into the Premier League and uh Viali at Chelsea and all that kind of shit. Um uh, yeah. and I worked, uh a, I worked on uh, football Italia shows and um, I watched uh Viali do his thing. And I remember as a striker that he was a bit of an animal and hoofed it around a bit, didn't do much for um Italy national team, but um he was he was like the main guy for Italian nineteen and then got, got biffed by Scalacci. Uh and the Scalacci <laughs> did nothing. Um but it was um, the, the the video, the video that I saw. The video I saw, I saw the end of because, um, in twenty twenty. The twenty uh, twenty Euros when um, Mancini, and Italy won the, the 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 European Championship. And uh, I didn't realize how much of a um, a career that they had at Sampdoria. Man, it was Mancini and uh, Viali at Sampdoria. When they, when they did the thing. And, and, and Viali kind of was a little bit out of the game at that point, but 2020, only a couple of years ago, um, I saw that little video at the end, where they had their little embrace. And um, it was just wonderful. It was just a wonderful thing. The Tottenham Chronicles podcast is a Pochettino's barbecue production. In association with Does the Rwandan national team have Visit Woolwich on their shirt sleeve productions? Featuring two Sunday morning footballers enjoying the fast carnival that is Premier League football through cockerel eyes.